Transplant.com. Welcome to Sports Scene. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Sitting in for Steve Russell, it's Brett Holcomb and former Gator QB Shane Matthews on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM. WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Scene here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM. WRUF. Brett Holcomb. Going to be around for another hour, so if you want to get in on the conversation, 352-392-8255 is number to call. Uh, I've been talking about SEC media days, the comments from uh, P. Ryan, comments from Dan Mullen. We're going to switch gears a little bit, and uh, we're going to talk a little NFL and uh, bringing in Austin Gale from ProFootballFocus.com. Austin, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Well, training camp's just upon us, a couple of the teams are starting tomorrow. So football's back. I know, and I can't be more excited. I know, I'm excited. I'm ready for football. You know, here at PFF, we've been talking about things that have happened last season for too long. I'm ready for some new football to be played. I'm ready for training camp. I'm ready for August 1st, Denver Broncos, Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to be so pumped for that Hall of Fame game. I cannot wait for football to be played. So, you know, what are some of the big storylines going into training camp this season across the league? You know, starting with Denver, you know, looking at because of that Hall of Fame game coming up, I think that battle with Drew Locke and Joe Flacco is going to be interesting. You know, me personally, I think that there's a chance that Joe Flacco has a little bit of a bounce back year in Denver. Mike Munchak coming in for an offensive line that has all the potential in the world. I like Connor McGovern a lot. He played well at guard before he had to get kicked in the center in week nine to replace an injured Matt Paradis. I think he, with an offseason at center, could play better. They added Dalton Reisner. At guard, I think he could be a very exciting piece for them. And you have Ronald Leary. If he can come back healthy from a torn Achilles, this guy is very interesting. And right tackle, you bring in Juwan James, who's been good, not great for his entire career. Mm-hmm. In DFF terms, means very good. I'm really excited about that offensive line. Joe Flacco, I think there could be some damage done in Denver. I guess the, the big storyline over the offseason was the Browns and all the moves that they made. You know, what, what do you see from them coming into the season with uh, bringing in Antonio Brown? Um, just for starters, and the draft picks that they brought in. You know, we know with the Browns specifically, you know, you're not going to find a company higher on the Browns than PFF. We love Baker Mayfield. We love him coming out number one overall quarterback in that draft starting in October. We stay true with it all the way through April. We really love Baker Mayfield, and we love the weapons they have. Adding OBJ this offseason is going to do wonders for this offense. You have OBJ. Jarvis Landry, David Njoku. Offensive line could be an Achilles heel for this offense, but there's so much star power on the offensive side of the ball with a great, accurate quarterback, both at the intermediate level and the deep level of the field, to where they're going to put so much points on the board, there's going to be a team to stop, maybe a favorite to win the AFC North. Yeah, And I misspoke, Antonio Brown's with the Raiders. So what do you think now that he's now with the Raiders and John Gruden, you know, what's, what's your take on what Oakland's going to be like? It'll be interesting, I'll say that. I think hard knocks will be a lot of fun to watch. John Gruden brought in Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams, spent a first-round pick on Josh Jacobs, and made Trent Brown the highest-paid offensive tackle in the NFL. If there's anything, he made it a make-or-break year for Derek Carr. If you can't win with all this injection of talent on the offensive side of the ball, there's just no way we can go into Las Vegas with you in 2020. I think the offensive line will be better. Bringing in Trent Brown, maybe not someone we love here at PFF, will be better than North Carolina A&T product Brandon Parker. You look at wide receiver, I think Tyler Williams and Antonio Brown 
over Brandon LaFell and Jordy Nelson. Instant injection of talent there. I think there's a lot of exciting stuff there and on, on the offensive side of the ball. It's all coming down to Derek Carr. Can he live up to high expectations he set for himself in 2016? And then a big, uh, two big stories that came out uh, within the last week. Melvin Gordon with the Chargers potentially sitting out uh, training camp, trying to get a new deal. You know, what's his impact with the Chargers and, and this moving forward? You know, writing an article for PFF.com, I talked about Melvin Gordon, specifically his value. Him sitting out is a concern for himself, I think. I mm-hmm. think you know, running rushing production is largely dependent on the blocking ahead, box count from the defense, down and distance, field position, so many of the other factors rather than the running back himself. We've seen it with Damian Williams in Kansas City replacing Kareem Hunt. We've seen it with Rod Smith and Alfred Morris replacing Ezekiel Elliott a couple years back. Melvin Gordon is smart to want more money. He's one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. But the fact of the matter is, is the position is not as valuable as it once was, therefore not making him worth $14 million, $15 million plus an average annual salary. If anything, the Chargers are smart to not bite at this holdout and pay him a lucrative deal. There's too much talent in other positions they need to pay before they pay Melvin Gordon because Austin McKellar and Justin Jackson, maybe not bell cow backs, maybe not the best in the NFL, they can get the job done at a similar level to Melvin Gordon, and they won't have to pay him a bunch of money to do so. We're with uh, Austin Gale from ProFootballFocus.com. Let's uh, let's get to the local teams. The Buccaneers, Bruce Arians comes in, um, and he's taking over a team with Jameis Winston. Do you think he's going to be able to turn around that team? I mean, he's got a lot of weapons, but can he get Jameis Winston uh, to an elite status, do you think? We think so. You know, guest writing a piece for Peter King's Football Morning in America, we called Jameis Winston a dark horse MVP candidate with Bruce Arians at the helm. With Arians pulling the strings, we think this is going to be a errant deep offense that has all the talent to really execute. Mike Evans is one of the best receivers in the NFL, very underrated in what is a talent-rich position in the NFL. And then you have Chris Godwin, a PFF favorite since his days at Penn State, a very good contested catch receiver. You factor that in with Ali Marpet, one of the better guards. I think the offensive line will play above expectation. Running the ball, we're not super concerned about it. Right now, our fantasy projections have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running the least and rushing for the least amount of yards in 2019. But that's not a big concern. If Jameis Winston gets it done with a high average depth of target with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin on the outside, we can see a big year for Arians, Tampa Bay, and Winston. So do you think they're a playoff team then? I, I would say so. I, I think that James Winston, you know, James Winston company could push for a playoff spot, but they're in one of the toughest divisions in football. A healthy Cam Newton, he could push for top spot. Drew Brees and company, you can't count them out. Matt Ryan, the Atlanta Falcons, they're also in contention every single year. I don't think there's a situation I can put a guarantee on for any of these teams to win that division all outright. I think it's going to be a very competitive division. It'll come down to staying healthy, and it'll come down to throwing the football good. Uh, good, good. For lack of a better word, throwing the football very well. And I think James Winston's capable of that. Drew Brees is obviously capable of that. Matt Ryan and Cam Newton in healthy. So let's talk Jags right now. Um, you know, the, the big free agent, free agent move that they brought in was uh, Nick Foles, the former MVP of Super Bowl 52 of my beloved Eagles. But um, how do you think he's going to um, mesh with the squad? His uh, quarterback coach is now the offensive coordinator. You know, what do you think with Nick Foles at the helm with the Jags this year? Uh, I, I like Nick Foles. I think he's capable of playing above expectation. We saw that in Philadelphia on his epic Super Bowl run, but he did it with a great supporting cast. One, he had Frank Reich at offensive coordinator, and he, it was Frank Reich pulling the strings. That makes things a little bit easier. You see that in Indy with Andrew Luck. 
Two, he had a great offensive line. What we saw is the best offensive line in the NFL that year. He doesn't have that in Jacksonville. And three, he had great wide receivers and a great tight end. Zach Ertz, Alshon Jeffrey are not the same when you compare them to Jeff Swain and D.D. Westbrook. He has a very bad supporting cast in Jacksonville, in my opinion. And I think that's going to lead to underwhelming play from Nick Foles. What they're going to need to do is grind out tough games with great defense. They're going to be winning 10-7 games, leaning on Leonard Fournette to the tune of 40 carries. But if their defense plays well, bounces back from what was maybe a little bit of a down year last year, they could be competitive, but it's going to be tough. Again, with a bad supporting cast and a quarterback that doesn't elevate his supporting cast, Nick Foles, Jacksonville is going to have tough sledding in 2019. Do you think uh, Fournette's going to bounce back from last year? You know, we at PFF don't, you know, don't love what Fournette brings to the table. He's not, it, you know, he's not someone that we see as a great yards after contact guy. He doesn't force a ton of missed tackles, in our opinion. But he is someone if you feed him the football, he'll get those yards you need. He'll wear down defenses, and he can maybe with good defensive play, good field position in tune, it's going to work for him. However, again, we live and die by passing the football here at PFF. If you're going to win and go deep in the playoffs, you need to throw the football well and execute well as a passing offense. We don't see that from the Jags in 2019, therefore making it very difficult for even Leonard Fournette to kind of shine in what will be a tough season for the Jags. We're with Austin Gale from ProFootballFocus.com. Who do you think is going to be the uh, surprise team this year? Wow, that's a, that's a great question. I think you know Browns can no longer be a surprise team. With all no. the offseason hype they've had, it'd be tough for them to be a surprise team. I'd maybe throw Tampa Bay in the mix. I think there's some people counting out Jameis Winston and Bruce Arians and that defense. I think a lot of people look at that defense and say they don't have a good pass rush and coverage won't be there, but they added some talent. I'm a big fan of Sean Murphy bunting on the defensive side of the ball, the Central Michigan star. Before the draft, I had an opportunity to interview him and really came away super impressed. This is a guy, Sean Murphy bunting, that is uber-athletic, very tall, very long, has all the natural tools to be a dominant quarter in corner in today's NFL, but he's also very smart. He talked to me about his preparation, how committed he is to getting better that's what's going to take him to the next level. You have these dominant athletes that don't want to commit to work, you know, don't want to work hard out, off the field. Sean B- Murphy Bunting isn't that, and I think he's going to get better as he progresses. He could be thrust into a starting role as early as this year. I think that defense is going to play better than it was last year with Jameis Winston throwing the football. Tampa Bay could be a surprise team. And, and uh, my final question, what team do you think uh, is going to have a, a down year that's expected to do great this year? Hmm, I, I think Pittsburgh could fall down a little bit. And also, maybe not a down year in terms of, you know, they don't make the playoffs, but I don't know if the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be as good as they were last mm-hmm. year. You could see Patrick Mahomes jump down a little bit with, you know, maybe poor offensive line play. If Tyreek Hill misses time, that offense gets a little bit worse. The defense, yes, they added Frank Clark, but that pass rush loss, uh, D4, who had a career year last year, and Justin Houston, and somehow one of the worst secondaries in football in 2018 got worse in 2019. They lost Stephen Nelson to free agency, who was their best cornerback last year, and Eric Berry's not suiting up for this team anymore. It's going to be tough for that Chiefs defense to really keep points off the board, and with Patrick Mahomes, depending on the Tyree Hill situation, they could see a regression in play from that offense as well. Well, Austin, uh, thanks for uh, taking the time to, to call in. If people want to follow you on Twitter, what's your Twitter handle? Yeah, go ahead and follow me at PFF underscore Austin Gale, or better yet, go to PFF.com. We have a lot of great content coming out there, you know, both on the betting side of things, NFL, fantasy. There's a lot to get into. It may be July, but it's all, all football here at PFF. All right, well, Austin, have a great day, Ned. Thanks for uh, calling in today. We appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. That was Austin Gale from uh, ProFootballFocus.com. Great, great site. And I, we had them on a couple weeks ago. And I will tell you what, one of the things I love about them is when they send 
some prep to us about, um, you know, we're, we're going to have one of their guys on as a guest. The graphics are really, really cool. So I absolutely love that. Um, 